Welcome to Small Business Lifeline, Crane's podcast to navigate the coronavirus crisis. My name is Christine Honeydare-Bryan, and I am an editor with Crane Communications. Fall is officially here, and it's getting harder and harder to do business outside. So today, we're going to talk to people working in the hospitality industry about what they've been doing to stay open and keep money coming in especially as it gets colder and it's harder to have a three-course meal outside. So first, we're going to talk to a restaurant consultant in New York City who is helping businesses reinvent their outdoor space for the cold weather. And then we're going to head to Michigan to talk to the general manager of a boutique hotel who explains what she's been doing to keep her hotel business going heading into the winter months. Erica Farber is a partner at Set Solutions NYC, which has designed outdoor space for restaurants through COVID. She has 20 years experience in hospitality and sales and marketing, and her business partners of Set Solutions include a set designer and a hospitality operations executive for other New York restaurants. Erica, it's great to have you on our show. Thank you so much, Christine. It's great to be here. So as businesses prepare to be outside as long as they can, what's the biggest lesson that they've learned so far? As restaurants moved into their outdoor footprint, they experienced three to four times more people over the spring and summer than they had in the past. So if you're going to invest in outdoor furniture, outdoor equipment, try to invest wisely. Don't make a rash decision around spending something that'll create a quick fix think about something that will be reusable and sustainable that you can measure your return on investment and use year after year so what are the big trends also you're seeing right now in outdoor heating options i'm seeing so many people talking about getting even like heaters for their back decks what's going on in the restaurant space Uh, The modular sets that we design allow for an electric heater to be installed and have an electric cord to be attached to the frontage. We're awaiting clearer guidelines from New York City um, and the City Council and our other leaders in the industry. Right now, the guidelines say that there should be no propane because a large fuel tank is not a safe solution. Um, But right now, we're working on electric corded options that will heat from above and ideally below. And what are some of the best practices that you're seeing in other markets in terms of keeping space open, making sure people use outdoor space as long as possible? Sure. It varies market to market. What we've seen in Hoboken, New Jersey, for example, is they're putting out guidelines allowing neighboring retailers and restaurants to be able to utilize the same outdoor solution um, so that they can pool their resources and not uh, have to shoulder the finances and the bills themselves. Um, So it allows them to come together as a community to create one solution that they don't have to pay for individually. And what is a big trend you're seeing right now in restaurants that are really trying to expand their business, you know, as it gets colder and keep their customers outside as long as possible? So other markets have have done the outdoor um, dining in colder weather very successfully, um, including the après ski environment in Colorado and in other countries uh, where skiing is a big draw. So business owners are currently looking into heated flooring and heated seat pads, um, also trying to model restaurants um, more into this après ski environment so that rather than being afraid of um, being in outdoor space, people can embrace it and enjoy it. 
And so you worked with a lot of restaurants in the last six months. What is the biggest takeaway that you can advise restaurants and other small business owners as we head into the cold weather? It's a sense of community that is keeping people strong and confident. Um, being able to reach out to leaders in the industry, reach, being able to reach out to their business improvement districts for support, understanding that you're not alone and that if you reach out and you keep the conversation going, you ask for help when you need it, there are resources that can help you and there are strength in numbers. Erica Farber with Set Solutions. It's been great having you on our show. Thank you so much, Christine. Sue Keels is the general manager of Royal Park Hotel, which is a boutique hotel with 150 rooms in the Detroit suburb of Rochester, Michigan. As we head into the cooler weather, Sue has some great suggestions on what she's been doing to keep business coming in as people remain fearful to visit restaurants and hotels. Sue, it's great to have you here. Thank you. So what is the big shift you're seeing for your overall business? You know, for us, a focus on staycations, daycations, and leisure moving forward. We're experiencing a shift in the market as the corporate market has really transitioned from essential to now critical travel only. So pivoting our focus on local businesses, community, and really travel within a three-mile drivable radius is extremely imperative. Now that we are heading into fall and people still want to have major events like weddings, what exactly are you doing to accommodate them and still make these events happen through the cool weather? Michigan's regulations currently right now, we're only allowed 10 people in our ballroom space. We've over 10,000 square feet of function space. So we have built an outdoor, very safe, beautiful pavilion, a tent with spectacular chandeliers and lighting. And that now has become our ballroom where we're hosting events of 60 to about 80 people uh, in that space. We're not passing any appetizers, mostly plated meals only, and no dance floors allowed. No dance floors. What are you doing to attract businesses to use your outdoor spaces also for meetings, bringing it back to the business world? Many of our clients are asking for hybrid meetings and incorporating extensive technology platforms. Connectivity is extremely important. We actually had a dedicated or have a dedicated fiber optic network and we found that marketing that now and the speed of connectivity has been critical Um, and we're promoting that more and more along with recording software and switchers and that equipment to offer to our guests for live stream. How are you really taking advantage of the great outdoors and getting leisure or business travelers to come? So we have a lot of green space, thankfully, and we've incorporated cabanas, creekside, so guests can enjoy food and beverage outside in a very safe atmosphere, tents. We've activated our amazing hotel balconies. We're selling glamping packages. We have fire pit gatherings with groups of 10 that can enjoy the great outdoors, you know, by this beautiful fire, all kinds of golfing packages, anything really that has the great outdoors in mind. We're also incorporating heaters when it gets a little chilly outside the fall is here in Michigan so um, that's important warming stations we're looking at horse and carriage ride packages and even ice skating rink packages what else do you plan to do when it gets really cold I mean you have some great ideas and suggestions for our listeners but what else are you thinking what's the next step as we enter COVID in the winter time 
So we have purchased six bubble igloos. The igloos seat approximately 10 guests, and we are going to place all of those igloos on our outdoor terrace. And we are tricking them out uh, into, you know, ski lodge themes, and cozy cottage themes, and really trying to sell an experience out there. We've ordered uh, air exchangers to make sure that the air is um, high quality. We've ordered little fireplace, mini fireplaces to keep everybody warm. And we're tying that into rooms. So it's an, a really great package and experience we're hoping for this winter season to drive some revenue. Last question. I think we all expect that there might be have to be a move once again more to take out, you know, not sitting inside in the same way. And if there is a second wave of COVID, what are you doing to make people feel comfortable with takeout and the handling of food that's still special for your customers? So we are embracing grab and go, even though it doesn't sound so luxurious, um, we are making it luxurious. And although, you know, we're using paper products and disposables, we really want to make sure that um, the presentation and flavors are, are captured. So we've created a space in our um, hotel, it's a small market space, and we serve high-end local snacks and desserts and all kinds of wonderful presentations in bamboo containers with clear tops on them. Um, we're incorporating higher-end presentations with some sauces, fresh fruit. We're even doing painted plates, painted bamboo plates. So if somebody's celebrating something, we're writing happy anniversary, just making that a little extra special because that's what people want. The luxury is still there. We just need to make sure that it's safe. Sue Kales, it's been wonderful having you on our show. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to Small Business Lifeline. This has been Christine Honeydare Bryan with Crane Communications. Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast networks. And if you have story tips, please email me at C-D-A-R-E-B-R-Y-A-N at C-R-A-I-N-S-N-E-W-Y-O-R-K.com. We'll be coming to you each week with more tips on how small businesses can survive this pandemic. Have a great week.